Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I know there are a lot of English learning podcasts out there, and it means so much that you chose to listen to this one. If I could ask a favor from you, please leave a rating and a review. It really helps other people find the channel. Once again, thank you so much and enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. In today's English lesson, you are going to learn at least 17 different ways we use the word cold in English. Sometimes we'll use it as an adjective. Those describe nouns. Nouns are things. Sometimes we'll use it as a noun. Sometimes we'll use it as an idiom. But guess what? The good news is we don't ever use it as an English phrasal verb. And I am filming this lesson during the winter. We're gonna take a walk in the woods here, but it's not that cold. Maybe we should talk about the definition of cold first. It's just the opposite of hot. But um, to some people, it might be cold right now. It's negative 10, but there are other people walking in the woods. Last night, it was negative 30. It was 30 below last night, so it was actually colder last night. Some people might actually think it's pretty warm today. So cold is the opposite of hot. And that's how we use it as an adjective. You can describe weather as being cold, but you could also catch a cold. And that's one way we use cold as a noun. I've done a whole lesson on how to describe yourself if you are feeling sick in English. I will leave a link to that in the description. But a couple ways that you might feel if you have the common cold is you might have a, a runny nose, you might have a headache, you might be coughing or sneezing a lot. We say in English, there is no cure for the common cold. There's no medicine you can take to fix that cold. It just has to run its course. It has to be in the body for a couple days or maybe a couple weeks before you start to feel better. Sometimes we use cold as the way to say it's not hot. And we usually use this with food. So maybe you are going to have a cold breakfast. You might hear this if you are going to stay in an American hotel. Sometimes they will have something called continental breakfast. That's a cold breakfast. Nothing at that breakfast will be served hot. You'll probably have muffins or bagels, but there will be no hot eggs hot bacon or sausage. If that is something you eat, you might have cold cereal. It's the opposite of hot cereal, something like oatmeal 
or porridge. You could also eat a cold soup. Most soups in the United States are served hot, but a cold soup might be something like cucumber soup. You could also have a cold turkey sandwich. It's not gonna be a hot turkey sandwich. Another way we use cold in English is if somebody is mean or not friendly. Somebody might give you a cold stare. Do you know what a stare is? Well, there are a couple different kinds of stares in English, but a stare that I'm talking about is the one where somebody just looks at you for a really long time. They might give you a cold stare. It's kind of mean. There's no real emotion behind it. Or somebody might give you the cold shoulder. Maybe you have a friend and you got into an argument and they uh, started ignoring you for a couple days. That means they are giving you the cold shoulder. Unfortunately, the sun is starting to go down, so it is actually getting a little colder here. If you're very quiet, I think you might hear some kind of animal knocking on a tree somewhere out there. Could be a woodpecker, I'm not so sure. Uh, sometimes we use cold with crime or when something is illegal. You might hear the term a cold-blooded killer. That's someone who kills in cold blood. It's a, a really bad way to kill somebody. I'm not sure if there is a really good way to kill anybody. Either way, it's probably horrible, but the worst killers, we call them cold-blooded killers. They kill in cold blood. You might also hear something called a cold case. This is when a crime, usually a murder, unfortunately, but that is when they can't find the killer. Many years have gone by and still the crime or the murder has not been solved. We call that a cold case. Dogs, they are sometimes used in solving a crime. Well, they might get a cold scent. If they are sniffing around and maybe they are close to solving the crime, maybe they have a trail and they're following where the kidnapper went or the thief went or the murderer went, but suddenly the dog can't find the smell anymore. They just stop and they don't know which way to go next. We might say that the scent has gotten cold. Scent is something you smell. So flowers, they have a scent. You can smell that. A cold scent is when a dog can no longer find the trail to catch some kind of criminal. A lot of Americans like guns. And you might hear this term with cold. You can get my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. Pry. That means pull really hard. So a locked door or a locked window, 
might have to be pried open. You might pry that open with a, a crowbar, but many Americans love their guns so much, they're basically saying you are going to have to kill them to get that gun. You can pry it from my cold, dead hands. Man, we've been talking a lot about some negative things. Death, guns, cold hands. Um, I hope you're liking this video. I hope you're learning something from this lesson. If you are, do you mind uh, clicking that like button? Thanks. Just in case you were wondering, we are on the red trail. How do I know that? Well, right there is what we call a blaze on the tree. And it's a red blaze, so we're on the red trail. You might hear they entered the game cold. So if somebody is playing a sport and they didn't have a chance to warm up or get ready, they just had to come into the game quickly. They didn't get a chance to stretch. They came into the game cold. Something else we use with cold is, ooh, it's a little steep here. I hope I don't fall. If I fall, I'll record it and you'll see me go down. But another way we use cold is to know something cold. And that means you know it really well. So if you have an English exam, I hope you know it cold. That means you're going to get a hundred on that test. You know every, oh, you know everything there is to know. You know it cold. You know it really well. You can also have a cold snap in English. This is when we're talking about weather, and this means many days in a row where it is very, very cold. In the United States, we use Fahrenheit. So many days of below zero temperatures could be called a cold snap. We also have a heat wave in English. That's the opposite. That's when it's really hot for a number of days in a row. All right, more bad things for this one. Well, one bad and one good, because we use this next saying two different ways, out cold. So somebody could be knocked out cold, which means they probably got hit in the head and they are unconscious. That's a big word, unconscious. It means they're still breathing. They're not dead. That's good, but you can't wake them up. So that's kind of scary. Or if they're out cold, it might describe that they are actually sleeping. So sometimes babies are out cold. They just are really hard sleepers sometimes. We actually have a term in English and it goes something like this. He's sleeping like a baby. Again, if you've ever had a baby, you know sometimes they can be out cold, sleeping really well, but other times they might be up all night. Something else in English we say with cold is it will be a cold day in hell. And we usually say this when it's something we will never do. For instance, in the United States, maybe your country too, if it's cold enough, we have something called the polar plunge. Polar, that's another really cold word. We have polar bears, but the polar plunge is where people will go to a lake, some kind of water, cut a hole 
through the ice and then jump through. Like, I don't know how they do that. I think I would have a heart attack. So it will be a cold day in hell before I ever participate in a polar plunge. Oh no, we got another hill here. It's always easier to go up than to go down. Um, another saying we have is left out in the cold. That means you didn't get something you wanted. Maybe you want to attend a concert. Maybe your favorite musician is playing, but they're really popular. You try to get tickets and you can't. Well, if you can't, you can say that you were left out in the cold. I hope this doesn't happen to you, but if all of your friends go to a party, but you didn't get invited, you would have been left out in the cold. And you might be saying to yourself, Brent, that has to be all the cold terms and sayings. No, there are actually a couple more. How about she got cold feet? That means she was going to get married, but for some reason she got scared and she didn't get married. This can happen to guys too, but uh, he can get cold feet or she can get cold feet. If somebody has cold feet, they were going to get married, but for some reason they decided not to. And the other person is probably pretty upset. Well, that's it, right? No, there are more. Uh, what about cold turkey? You could stop something cold turkey. Now we usually use this when there is something happening that is bad, usually a habit. So let's say you are a smoker. I hope you're not. Smoking is bad for you. But if you are a smoker and you want to get healthier, you could stop it. Cold turkey. That means one day you decide, I'm not going to smoke anymore. And you never smoke again. You stopped. Cold turkey. Sugar. I love sugar. It tastes sweet. But it's not good for you. So maybe one day you say to yourself, no more sugar in my diet. I am eliminating sugar from my diet. Well, you would have stopped it cold turkey. That has to be all of them, right? No, there's more. Cold hearted. If someone is described as cold hearted, then they're really mean. They're not very nice. All right, think of these four different words. We have freezing, which is really, really cold. We have cold, and then we have warm, which is getting a little closer to hot, and then we have hot. Those are four different ways to talk about temperature, and guess what? I have another English lesson all about the terms and sayings we use with the word warm. Thanks for watching. See you next time.